welcome to another episode of Therapy Thoughts with yours truly, Antonio Ayala. Abby. No last name. No last name, just <laughs> No Abby. last name, just Abby. <laughs> I thought you were going to be Abby still. No, I feel like we've already committed. Yeah, we've committed to like three or four episodes. Yeah. And I realized that I've introduced myself as Abby every yeah. single time. <laughs> yeah, when you were listening back to it, you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. I like it. I appreciate it. I'm yeah. glad that the bit went on for as long as the it did. The bit was good. The bit has come to an end, though. The bit has come to an end. It yeah. W- it was only for a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> how was your therapy session this morning? Oh, it was great. Uh, very peaceful, very restful, mm. meaning that I was still asleep when it happened, um, oh which my is God, very yeah. unfortunate. That's okay. It happens to the best of us. It does. Um, you know, less than ideal. Fortunately, this last week was actually really good because I was listening back to our episodes and I had more thoughts and just like, it was really good to, you know, when you say something and you're like, yo, that was genius. And then you forget it yeah. right away. That kind of happened on a couple of them. Yeah. And I knew it happened. So I was like, I need to listen to our episodes and it really helped. No. Yeah. When you say certain things like, and I'm listening when I'm editing, mm-hmm. I'm just like, that was really well put honestly same dude like you've said so many great things we can compliment Damn, each other okay for yeah hours we we're could, like we dude could. we're so good at this we're awesome <laughs> well, you guys are too listeners true i love all of your input i love all of your thoughts and comments and concerns mm-hmm. the you questions all, you have you're all thoughts all thoughts all the good thoughts you know um how was your therapy session today abby it was um great <laughs> i love to hear it no, I, whenever I have a therapy session, I always like feel kind of weird afterwards. I don't know if you feel that, but like mm. kind of nauseous, like really, yeah, like a like a physical visceral thing. Yeah, interesting. I, yeah, to varying degrees of like what we talked about, but it's really hard for me to like open up sometimes. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, so. Then and when I do, it's it's good. But then I just feel like pretty exhausted afterwards, and I'm like, Ugh. Mm. Um, really interesting too, because you're more of an extrovert. I think it's just like maybe that, that kind I? of energy. I don't know. You say that you. I think I am, but I used to be really shy when I was a kid. Well, yeah. There's a difference between being like shy and like getting energy from people. You know, like the difference between introvert and extrovert is just about how you gain energy, like mm. energy to move forward in the world not how you interact with people yeah i guess like now that i'm thinking about it saturday night i went out and i like went to this event Mm -hmm. and saw people and i wasn't tired at all Mm -hmm. and it was like 10 11 12 i just like was still wide awake and i hadn't had anything to drink Mm -hmm. but then last night i was by myself or yesterday the whole day i was by myself and um like did a lot of things on my to-do list but then by like 9 30 i was really tired yeah yeah so i don't know if that was just like the whole weekend what catching we, up to me what i heard one of my friends uh call that who's in data i think is called like uh like data total like how it's what? like data like an anecdotal data oh pool, you know data total cool. it's kind of funny but uh i don't know i don't know we don't know we could i'll we'll we'll think about it more in the future think about it um but your therapy session my therapy session (laughs) 
I do this in my therapy session a lot where I will start talking about something real and then I'll segue to something mm. not. But anyway, I'll get into it. Um, Another segue. Yep. <laughs> um, so what happened, Abby? So um, I had just woken up from a dream like because I have therapy at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I woke up at like eight. So it was still fresh in my mind and or no, I have therapy at 9 a.m. I was like, why'd you say 10? That's so, such a lie. <laughs> I don't know why I said 10. Um, and I was just like, I kind of want to talk about my dreams because I've noticed that over the past few months, I've had like exclusively sexual dreams or like not exclusively sexual, but like the dreams I have that are sexual or like I'm desiring someone in the dream. It's about a woman. Mm. which is really interesting. I love this. And uh, like, I love that you're recognizing that. Recognizing it, but also like I never had those sorts of dreams before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, before I started thinking about my sexuality in a less like black and white sense. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause I always thought I was straight. Um <laughs> And I think I had like the occasional dream about a woman, but then like that could, e- that could reflect myself mm. or that could reflect like if it's a friend, it could be like, I just feel really close to that person. Yeah. Just showing intimacy. Yeah. It's, it's intimacy of some kind. But recently my, and I would always have dreams about guys, like just like very horny dreams, you know? Yeah. 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 And we've all had them. Yeah. Where the guy is like the the love interest to my protagonist in the dream. So, <laughs> yeah. But recently, like I said, it's just been women and it, a lot more like male gazy. Male gazy. Like I feel like I'm in, like literally my dream last night was I was a, a man. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, please continue. So sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm me. But other times I'm a man like in me form mm-hmm. me in man form <laughs> i don't know um and so i i don't know if that means like i have conflicting feelings about perceiving women in that way um what do you mean because it like because you know i'm used to thinking of men as people who like you know, the male gaze, like, look upon women as, like, uh, objects of desire and okay. things like that. Um, and I would, I don't want to, like, fall into that stereotype mm-hmm. of, like, ogling someone. Okay. You know? Yeah, I hear that. Um, I really so understand. Maybe I'm, like, conf- I'm innerly, like, conflicted about that. So it's easier to imagine myself as a man doing it. Um, so really quickly, just to summarize what you're saying is that you're concerned about how you're viewing women and how it yeah. can be related to the stereotype of men viewing women as just like objects. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know if I told you about the two women I saw walking down Melrose like a couple weeks ago. I don't think you did. I was driving Okay. and I was at the stoplight and they were older. They were probably like in their fifties, mm-hmm. but like classic the kind of like Beverly Hills esque moms like milfs. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just continue. saying, just coming no, out there like, yeah, um, they have a vibe. They had that vibe, like low rise jeans, really fit, mm. just like really 
like blonde beautiful sexy really sexy and i was just looking at them and i was like mommy like what like <laughs> what's going on <laughs> i love that i was like oh like it was just so weird i'm not into older women but okay. I, maybe i don't know so but in that moment i i did feel like attraction little, well attraction obviously but like like how a guy, you know, you, you see like, I, I catch guys all the time staring at me, mm. like not to be like vain or anything, but like, no. just like when I'm walking down the street, I've had multiple like trucks, like follow me. It's creepy. That is creepy. Like I had a whole like 18 wheeler, like two dudes in an 18 wheeler follow me around a block. That's creepy. That's and different. And they at me. Yeah. Like I've had that a lot of times. And recently, like I've been just being more annoying to them annoying or just not annoying but like weird so that they <laughs> go away go away uh, yeah so a, a mechanism like it, yeah i've i've like caught guys they'll like look and wave mm-hmm. a lot of times and then so recently what i've been doing is i'll wave really frantically back like and just, then they're just like uh okay yeah i'm going now i actually had an ex who did that too and yeah, it works it's so fun oh yeah so I'd, I've been doing that a lot, but I just don't want to be them. You're. N- I wouldn't be them ever. I don't. Yeah. Uh, is that, just before I move on, is that like what the main concern and talking point of your session was? No, I didn't bring that up. <clears throat> oh, okay. I'm just thinking that right now. Is this a segue or is this like something you want to talk about? <laughs> no, like, this is something I want to talk about. Okay, okay. Then let, yeah, we but can. In the session, actually, I didn't really discuss it as as much as I am right now because I felt mm. uncomfortable. It's dude, it's hard. <laughs> like, well, we can. That well, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Actually, like trusting your therapist and talking about that. Um, but, like, I think the most important part that you have said here is that I don't want to be like them. And I think that's a huge statement because you're not going to do like, you know, we all have this fear of becoming the thing that we hate most. Right. And that's, you know, like the plot of a lot of different um, stories, for example, like Batman, you know, you're you either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself a villain. Right. That kind of deal. Like being compared to Batman. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. You just fight crime. You look great in it's leather. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but point being is like, that's not entirely true. Like the fact that we always freak out and think that we're going to turn into something because of one instance or like something that, uh, you know, we cl- like fear of, we're not going to become those things. I think that your cognizance of it and your willingness to talk about it and understand it and observe it is already one huge step that a lot of people don't even consider and don't want to consider actually a lot of the time. Um, for first of all, let's also just like pick apart the stereotype of men, you know? Yes, men do ogle women in a lot of ways, but just because we're like, it's also when someone, if you find someone attractive, and for example, like me, and I like try to not view women as objects and the whole thing because I also don't like the same when it happens the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's a hard balance because, you know, people do try hard to look good, you know? Yeah. Like they try hard to be fit. 
they try hard to put on good uh, clothing. They try hard to have good fashion. They try hard to like have their hair and makeup done up, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that those two women were trying really hard. Yeah, they were. And I'm sure that they were succeeding. They were. Oh, they were. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that there's a difference between um, like viewing them as a piece of meat or like finding them sexy, like sexy and sexual and be sexually attracted to them because you can find someone beautiful and sexually attracted to them and want to like get to know them or just be like, wow, you're beautiful and hot and that's it. You know, like it's okay to have those emotions. Like it's not this inherent demon in you. It's just very primal and very human to have an instinct of that person is gorgeous and I want to sleep with them. That is okay. Mm -hmm. The, the things after that, is what can turn wrong. Yeah. When, when, for example, men following you in an 18 wheeler around blocks, you know, like that's when it gets weird. Yeah. You can have, there are so many people, we do it with like, um, actors and actresses all the time. Like, wow, they're so hot. They're so gorgeous. And like, I want to sleep with them. And yes, there's like a, a huge barrier between us and them. But like when it's on a normal day to day person, it's very much okay to be like, wow, I am, I would love to have sex with that person. That person is beautiful or like they have an amazing energy or they just seem very sexual. And that seems like fun. You can have that and leave it at that. And it's totally fine and Mm. very normal. I have it a lot of the time and I have to catch myself and be like, don't stare, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like that is definitely the hardest part. You're just like, wow. I, I think you talked about this is how babies like, classically look at more attractive people yeah and you know just we're gonna do the same thing like yeah. when you see someone attractive it's just like they're beautiful to look yeah. at and you're just like so stunned and it's you pleasing. want yeah it's that's perfect it's pleasing to the eye and we're we're all those babies at heart you know true we're, we're all just <laughs> we were like, we're all just mammals like we yeah. really are. we have like these primal instincts in us mm-hmm. that we kind of try to like shove away because we think that we're human therefore better and can conquer evil even though that this isn't evil this is yeah. just very like natural and actually very human and it's mm-hmm. great because then you get to say like oh i'm actually becoming more okay with my sexuality yeah that's probably what it is it's just becoming more aware and more present yeah yeah it is one thing that my therapist said though that we did talk about was um maybe the reason one reason why i'm having more dreams about women that way and none about men is not because I'm like not into men anymore because mm-hmm. I still am like I'm still like dating mm-hmm. men and um find them attractive mm-hmm. but like because I've been so hurt by these two past relationships yeah in the past couple of years that like I just don't it's like so deeply ingrained that I don't want to even like think of them anymore. Like I don't want Mm. them to be a part of my subconscious. Yeah. Like I have so many walls up. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, It's better than having no walls. Yeah. You have to guard your heart a little bit. What I, yeah. Like I had no walls before, so now Mm -hmm. I have them and, I think it is really interesting that you say that um, you're so hurt by these men and that you're only thinking of women. And then again, like not to contradict you, but also dating a guy right now, you know, or like dating guys in general. Yeah. I think 
that it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Like, yes, you are like hurt by men and because men suck in general. Like, again, I am, you can categorize me as part of that. And I will say, yes, we do in general, but you know, different circumstances. But point being is just like with women, I think that there's just a lot more for you to explore. I think that's also been a huge focus of yours because you're still so new to being out as bi that you're now just much more curious and your brains are working in that direction a lot of the time. Yeah. I don't think it's just like that you're yeah. omitting men from your sexual experiences or that you don't want to date men or anything because obviously you still like find men attractive. You still want to have sex with men. You still want to be intimate with men and have connections. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think that this is just a moment of like, this is what my brain is focused on. And there were two mommy milfies out in the world that <laughs> I wanted to have sex with. And I well, have been stun locked ever since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like wild. It my brain, wild. my brain doing that. Dude. It I wouldn't have never done that like a year ago. Fully. I get fully. it. I, it's wild. It's crazy. Like I've changed so much. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really awesome to watch you grow. I feel like I've unlocked a new power. Yes. Yes. I yeah. love that. I love that you I say feel great. That. Like, I think it's for, it's obviously for the better. I, and I'm a lot happier. I believe it. And it shows, um, dude, I remember like the first time we got coffee, like after years of not seeing each other and you compared to then is within a couple months. Oh mm-hmm. dude, you're just so well, like so much brighter you have a like smile on your face at least half the time and it's always genuine uh like you have yeah so much better energy well i was definitely in a bad place when we when we had coffee too because that was when i was on that break Mm -hmm. and i was very sad well even after that like after the breakup there was still like a moment of trying to figure things out yeah um you know again we did swear off dating it's obviously working out (laughs) so well but uh, right right but you you are gaining powers and it's awesome Mm -hmm. um yeah and i think dreams do show up in weird ways and yeah uh, my dreams are very literal too yeah they always happen yeah like it's for some of us it's very obvious what it means like for you it's i'm attracted to women i want to have sex with women Mm -hmm. um yeah there might be some more things in the background that aren't as obvious um Again, like why you're only focused on women in your sex in your dreams lately. Maybe it might change tonight. Who knows? But like, it's it's kind of wild, like yeah. how much the brain can change so quickly too. It's wild. Uh, yeah, like I've unlocked my sub uh, layer of my subconscious that I wasn't that I was like repressing. Mm, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's actually probably a huge thing too. Is that now it's just flooding? Yeah, it's totally flooding. Like I remember when I was dating those couples Mm -hmm. and i would make out with them and like i was always so much more drawn to the women yeah than the men because well i think i was more attracted to them and also it was just my brain being like new 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 like yeah new novelty yeah novelty novelty, yeah and the guy was just like oh whatever (laughs) like that's a guy (laughs) yeah 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 that is that is how some of them work um i am one of those as well just like oh yeah sure go for it but I yeah, much I, more comfortable for me mm-hmm. versus like mm-hmm. the like it felt exhilarating to make out with a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. It's again, we've also talked about how women are just naturally more beautiful. Like I think the yes, like the ceiling is so much higher for women. 
Lips were soft. Oh, true. Uh, I just love making out with women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're great. They really are great. Funny enough, I was actually talking I forget who I was talking about, but like I feel like the the best kissers that I or the people that I've kissed that are the best are men, but they're also mm. bi. Oh, specifically. Like I've heard it that all that women will say men suck at kissing. And then all my guys, all my guy friends that are bi will say women suck at kissing. A lot, and a couple like like straight men will say that women suck, but I've always heard it in those two specific forms. And then whenever I talk to a woman that says like, "Oh yeah, men just suck at kissing," but you're a really good kisser, I'm like, "Yeah, you have to find like this really small niche community called the bisexual boy group." <laughs> mm. um, so <laughs> just kiss all of them. Just kiss all of them; it'll be fine. Uh, but I do agree that women are much better kissers than men yeah. overall. Every new person I've kissed said I was a really good kisser. So mm, I love we that. We have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just the power of of empathizing and saying, like, what if I did the thing that they also are doing to me? You know, like, actually, mm-hmm. this is a great conversation that I don't talk to many people about because I forget about it. How do you feel like you became a good kisser? Um, I think practice definitely um (laughs) (laughs) of course uh i think i just i'm really focused on the person that i'm kissing Mm, and people can tell that um like i'm just not like i just i get very like all consumed with it like the world really does Mm. melt away Mm, if i'm kissing someone and i think that they the other person can feel that got it it's like i somehow cultivate now this is horrible i cultivate a moment in between us that is no special and like no other (laughs) (laughs) i hate myself (laughs) no oh that's oh that's Uh, so good thank you so much um no like but seriously like (laughs) you gotta mix it up like i think yeah, like you you said, you just do what they're doing. You feel the rhythm. You don't go with your own path. Like, mm-hmm. like you can't, you can't fight it. Like some mm. people, it feels like they're fighting yeah. you, like yeah, yeah. your pattern, and it's just like no. So I feel like I've become really good at like matching people's energy mm-hmm. while I'm kissing them, but I, then also like ratcheting it, ratcheting it up. At certain key moments, got it. To make yeah, it yeah. more passionate. Yeah, making it flow, yeah. having like that that roller coaster kind of deal, you know, yeah. where it's like up and down, up and down. I love well, kissing, so it just shows. It's very fun. <laughs> it's very fun. Like a great <laughs> makeout session, it just goes such a long way. Um, yeah. Like sometimes that's all you need to do. Like true. A lot of, I don't know if you were gonna say something. No, go for it. A lot of my friends are like when I tell them, Oh yeah, like I went back with so-and-so and and we just made out Mm -hmm. nothing else happened Mm -hmm. or like we went to third base, but like we didn't have sex. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) not that we talk in bases anymore because we're, we're 26, (laughs) but, um, they're always like, 
oh really like you can just stop there stop there like yeah like you don't have to you don't have sex with him mm-hmm. i'm like no, no. <laughs> if i don't want to have a sex i'm not going to mm. um mm-hmm. but a lot of times at this age it kind of feels like that's it that's you go what home with someone you just have you have sex okay like a lot like that's you have to go that far uh, interesting i've actually found it to be the opposite for me oh uh like but i think it's because i can i can relate to you mm-hmm. in the sense of like i can just make out and be kind of good or i can just go out with someone and like have a good time and be like cool this was fun and you know give a hug and be like this was good uh yeah you know make out making out does feel really great and sometimes honestly you're right i just don't want sex like in the middle of making mm-hmm. out, i'm like please don't do more because I know I'm going to have sex with you and I don't want that right now. Yeah. You know, um, it's never like a bad thing, but at the same, at the end of the day, it's like, it's midnight. I'm trying to go to sleep. Like, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing, it's a whole like hour plus thing after it, that. I love that. You're like at minimum an hour. It plus. is. I'm so happy. <laughs> I love that so much, uh, as it should be. I'm totally joking. Enjoy yourself as you as you are, as you will, however you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. But oh, to, yeah, to like everyone. Oh, to everyone in the world, there is no wrong way to have sex except for unconsensual, well, without consent. Yeah. But anyway, so making out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it it also just like can go more than just like kissing. I think it. Do you think one have people? No, let me go back to my first question. Do you think that you're good at sex? And then have people also told oh you you're good God, at sex? Oh my God, what a question. Yeah. And have people what? Told you that you're good at sex? Um, Yes, I think that I am mm-hmm. good at it. Um, And yeah, people have said, not like you're good at sex, but like... <laughs> like an NPC <laughs> at the end <laughs> of a, of oh a task. Oh my God. <sighs> People were like, oh, like that, that was really good. Or like, I don't know, like give some compliment. Yeah. Yeah, Give some compliment. Like, holy shit. You know, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's like, it's not always good. Of course, it depends on the person. Yeah, of course. You know, it takes two to tango as, as it always goes. But, you know, I've gotten more lazy though. You've gotten more lazy? Yeah. Interesting. Which is horrible. Why is it horrible? I don't know. Like, it just depends on my mood. Like, sometimes. I don't know. I'm just like, missionary's fine. I like missionary. Missionary's great. You know, I think it's, I think the funny part about a lot of sex, sex positions is that they look more fun than they actually are, you know? Um, and the porn industry does a great job of making it look more fun than it actually is. Mm -hmm. Um, but going a little bit backtrack a little bit, I don't think like just having missionary can be bad sex. First of all, I think it's great yeah there's like plenty of ways to go about it there's plenty of ways for like to to like move to angle for, yeah you know the whole thing the whole nine yards yeah there's so many different things you can like do with your legs to, with your legs <laughs> yeah. with like for the guy hip rotation is a big thing mm-hmm. um you know different angles uh the whole uh <laughs> for your avians or i'm sorry you're for the people that love uh like air traffic angle of attack it's like the angle of attack is like the wing angle perpendicular to the horizon to the horizon okay Uh, it's kind of funny but anyway uh (laughs) 
like the reason why I bring that up is because I feel like they can kind of relate, you know, um, like if you're good at kissing, you can tend to be good at sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because of what you said, just like feeling that person and being in the moment, mm-hmm. being able to kiss someone. And like, that's why people get so turned on sometimes by just making out. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, they're a great kisser. They're going to be great at sex. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's always, always really funny. How long does like a good or typical makeout session go for you? How long? Or like, what um, is, what, what fills your criteria? Not that long. Not that long. Like two I, mean, I don't want it to be that long, to be honest. Really? Like in succession. Cause then I'm like, I need to get water and you know. Yeah. I'm not saying like a fucking two hour things. marathon. Yeah. Maybe no. like 15 minutes and then we go to the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And then you, we just like move horizontally and do other things. Mm, I feel <laughs> move horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I get that. I do get that. Um, have you ever, like, I think the one that I've experienced or not experienced really enjoyed lately is when you're making out in the car, uh, mm, yeah. and you have, have to, you? and you, and you have to go, <laughs> but every time you try to leave, you're like, hold on, let me just give you one more kiss or like, just like yeah. the extended goodbye, you know, the extended goodbye is a really good sign. I think, well, yeah, it's a really good sign, but it's also like, that's kind of one of my favorite kind of makeouts, you know, where it's just like, I, it's a little like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like I really mm-hmm. have to go, but at the same time it feels so good kind of deal. Yeah. You know, it's like the little guilty pleasure that you get. Um, yeah. I find it really hard to like separate myself from someone mm. when I'm like having a good time and they have to leave and it's really late. Yeah. I'm just like, no, and I'm like, please come back. Yeah. I enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's just so nice to like have that kind of moment too, you know, like just like, even if we just take out the, the physical sensation, it's just nice to have that moment, you know, of, of this person is really into it. The, the sparks are there. You're really getting into each other's body and emotions and passion. I think it's so, so great. So great. It's always really fun too when you forget about it. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't need any of this. And then you have it once or twice. And you're like, oh, dude. Yeah. This is what it's like. And that, I, yeah. It feels like a drug. Oh, what a great way to put it. It does feel like a drug. And then you're like high after for a while. Yeah. Um, but if only if it's good. Like I've had a lot of things where whatever, take it or leave it. I don't feel mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Because of the connection. But like with my ex, it, I would really feel like euphoric. Like mm. I just snorted cocaine mm. and like did Molly. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> at the, at same, the same time. time. Yeah. <laughs> like afterwards <laughs> we'll be like, holy shit, this is dopamine yeah. or serotonin or whatever, like dumping on me. True. True. Just like literally dumping on you and it feels so good. Literally. It's, it's kind of wild. It really is wild. <laughs> it's, it's, oh. it's wild. It's wild. That is nature, She's baby. Wild. Yeah, that is nature. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> should we move on? I want to tell you about my date. Yeah, yeah, please, please.
speaking of good connections with someone, this was not. Oh, no. <laughs> Please continue. Um, I don't know if I'm being too harsh, but you'll be the judge of that. Okay? Yeah, let's just let's just go into the we'll details. Break it down. Yeah, we'll break it down for you. Um, so, I, so basically, I like I told you last week, he said that we would go see the lights at the zoo, mm-hmm. like the twinkling lights show for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was really excited mm-hmm. about it. Um, but then day of, I was like. I'll let you know when I got off work. Like maybe we meet up at eight. Okay. And he was like, oh shit. I fucked up. I waited until today to get the tickets. They're all sold out. Of course. Yeah. Classic. I was like, God, really? That's just like not a great, not a great starting point. But like, I was like, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And he just gave me a few other options. He actually did say he was like, we could... Like, I know a few houses that are lit up that we could, like, drive to. Yeah, I mean, there Which are... Which is what I said last time when you were like, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, I do recall that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, let's just, like, get hot chocolate yeah. and sit at a cafe. Antonio in the back of your brain going, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. That's funny. Because then it's like... I would have to go in his car. I don't know. Something. There's whatever. I mean, there is like a difference between like driving around just to drive around and like being picked up, you know, to go somewhere. Um, I feel like that is actually like a small subtlety that a lot of people can pick up on. Um, So I think that's a huge thing. Like Like a subtlety of what? Like, you know, some people are, are okay with going and like being picked up, but not being picked up and, and like going somewhere and then being picked up and driving around just to drive around and see stuff like those are two different things yeah you know because it's like one you can have a destination you're going there versus just like meandering yeah in a car yeah you're just trapped in like a little car (laughs) exactly so i agree content let's so you go get hot chocolate right so he was like let's go to this republic of pies place in north hollywood so i went there and then i was like cool they're idle hours like a bar down Mm -hmm. the street and we can go there after the pie place closes at nine because Mm -hmm. it was like being at eight like i said last week i have marathon dates usually Mm -hmm. like first dates Mm -hmm. um this this date lasted an hour flat damn which is just like really that's short really short for me that's short in general honestly it is short enough yeah um so met him at the bar He's a stand-up comedian and... Red flag. Red flag. I should have done it. <laughs> he wasn't funny at all. Like, his no. vibe... His, no, like, <laughs> his vibe was just really low. Like, low energy. Mm. Okay. And I was this vibe. Like, I was, like, cracking right. jokes from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't bouncing off of it. He was, like, laughing. But I think... I don't know. He was kind of awkward. Okay. Maybe he was nervous. That's whatever. probably part of his stand-up comedian bit, you know, like where it's all this stuff, all like the stand-up part is to help him overcome this personal stuff. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, analyzing him too much. Kind of stilted, like mm. off. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was like, "What kind of pie do you like? You know, what's your favorite pie?" Because we were at a pie place, and he was like, "I don't know." And I was like, I really like berry pie. And he was like, what's berry pie? Like just a cup of berries? Just a cup of berries. Yeah. And I was like, no, like in a pie. And 
I pointed to it and I was kind of like laughing because there was a pie on the menu. Mm-hmm. I was like, like that one. He was like, oh, you like, uh, like apple pie? And I was like, no, Isn't like it? berry pie. <laughs> apple pie is its own thing. It is its own thing. It's fruit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, That's kind of interesting that he just like wouldn't re- reciprocate. And just kind of like, yeah, it's you're right where it was just like it just you ask the question and then it's a yes or no or maybe answer or I don't know. Yeah. And then it kind of ends up on that. Right. Yeah. That's lame. It was very lame. Okay. I was just expecting a little more like fun. Especially from a stand up comedian. Yeah. You know. Fun and flirty. Was he cute? Um. Yeah. I mean, he looked like his photo. Okay. That's that's a good sign. He isn't really my type anymore i think what do you mean uh like he just looks like a football player Mm. Mm. and like my type used to be like more football like not like a meathead but like built tall built okay it still is built tall but like like a thumb head Mm. yeah yeah. i I got you he was cute though okay but I just don't think really my type anymore. Okay. Um, Do you know why? And are you mad about it? Well, let's start okay, with the second I question. What the thing was that he was shorter than I thought he was going to be. Mm, that unfortunately does have a fact. I hate like. I hate that. I hate. I hate it too. However, it is a, a reality that we do live in. You know, shitty. But you know, it's okay. I love a short king. Like I really do, but I just think it was because my expectation. He looked taller in the photos, mm. and that's the problem with like meeting someone that you've met, meeting someone in person that you met online. Yeah, it's like you really can't get a sense for what their vibe is in person. Yeah, that's actually really right. Why I like phone calls before dates, like because a yeah. date is just talking for most of the time, except that you're also maybe doing an activity. Um, like either sitting down and getting coffee or mm-hmm. like walking or going to a museum or anything or like going go karting, yeah. you know, it's supposed to be a lot of talking. Yeah. I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. Before and call- yeah. And calling is really nice. Did you, did you not call him at all beforehand? No, yeah. <laughs> but we had been talking for yeah. like a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, something I did notice though in our conversations over DM was, um, he like only asked me questions which wasn't a bad thing. Like we love when a guy asks questions, but was eager, yeah. it was just weird. I don't know. Like he didn't answer any of them. Like I asked back, he answered, but then it was just like another personal question. Like it felt like an interview almost. Got it. Like, yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I do fall susceptible weird. of this too. Um, personally, because like where there are people that, and I'm one of them that can be worried that people don't find us entertaining because we don't ask enough questions. Whereas sometimes we forget that the re that we can be entertaining and be someone that other people want to be around just by also responding and talking. Um, part of the reason being that we don't want to talk about ourselves or something else. And like something's kind of hidden that we aren't ready to share or we're afraid of being found out in a way, a lot of things that that needs to be worked on. Um, yeah, That's we can, point. it's, it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, um, practice, you know? So I'm sorry that 
That was just an awkward date. Yeah. Well, it keeps going. Oh, there's more. Yeah, there's more. I'm I was like, like, Abby, this is just a, a typical like I've bad only gone first date. To the tip of it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. So, we order like two hot chocolates and the the slice of pie that we're gonna share. The berry. The berry pie. Mm-hmm. And you get your cup he of He pays berries. for it. <laughs> he pays for it. He doesn't tip. Like he, it's on a screen. Mm-hmm. He's he presses zero percent. Okay. You, it's so easy. Like you can just, and that's just a turn off for me. Mm-hmm. Especially like right now, everyone's mm-hmm. trying like their best. Every it's hard out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like we're sitting down. Mm-hmm. They're bringing it to us. Mm-hmm. Tip. Yeah. A little so, bit of effort. Also, it's like first date. I just feel like you'd want to make an impression that you are a good tipper. Yeah. Again, we had that entire conversation of first date, of first impressions. They're important, yeah. but not always true. Right. But they're still important. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. He's he's throwing his red flags out there. <laughs> so this, it's honestly better for me. This is his best. This <laughs> is his best peak self. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we sit down and. We're talking, whatever. It's a fine conversation. And mm-hmm. then he said a weird comment about, we're talking about dating apps. Hello. Because I was like, did we match on a dating app? Because basically um, he had messaged me on Instagram okay. in 2019. Okay. And it was like a line, you o- know? Okay. Like an Instagram line of, he's trying to slide into my DMs. Mm-hmm. And I never saw it or I didn't respond. Didn't or respond. I don't yeah. even remember. It was like December, 2019. I'd just gotten out of a relationship. Yeah. Um, and it was right before the pandemic. You don't read all of your DMs. I don't read all my DMs. Oh my yeah. God. It went into my like side category, yeah. you know, where it was mm-hmm. hidden, but I was just looking in my DMs like the weekend before Thanksgiving and saw that he had messaged me and I was like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Clicked on his profile. He was really cute. Mm-hmm. I thought. And stand-up comedian Mm -hmm. so i messaged him back Mm -hmm. and i wasn't expecting him to respond but he did after years yeah literally almost three years later like i made a joke about it yeah um but he messaged me back and that's when we started talking and then he asked me out so yeah but he we were like (laughs) i was like how do we like do we know each other like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he was like i think we matched on a dating app like were you on bumble in 2019 and i was like yeah okay so that was it, I guess. So when we were on the date, I was like, did we match on Bumble? Because I went back on my Bumble, redownloaded it to see if I had matched him mm-hmm. and he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. It was so long ago. Mm-hmm. I think I just thought you were cute. And I, I slid into your DMs. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, I mean, either way, just internet contact. Internet contact. Okay. Also, I'd just like to point out that this gives me hope that three years down the line, if I ever <laughs> message someone, that yeah, they'll message me you back. Yeah, want to date with them. <laughs> <laughs> stay. If they're uh, single and they're stay desperate. Stay in there. Yeah. Damn. Sorry. I'm sorry. Damn. Not that you. Not that you. <laughs> oh. Not that you would have to be desperate, I, desperate to date you. you. Just I was you don't desperate. Have to explain. Okay. No worries. It's so good. Please. I'm sorry. No. Um, I'm on no. one tonight. I love it. Please continue. So, <laughs> yeah, so I was, we were talking about dating apps and like how we're not really on the apps right now, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he was like, yeah, I was on Tinder, but like I kept getting matched with these like 
woman from Thailand and like interesting it's like different countries in asia okay interesting and i was like and he said it in a negative way so i was like and you're not into that like was that a bad thing mm-hmm. and he was like no is that is it because they were in a different country or because they were f- like had that ethnicity yeah i couldn't tell oh okay and i was like oh and he was like and then he made a joke where he was like well like i don't do long distance which was funny yeah. But then I was like, but then, but the, why did you say it that way? I don't know. Mm. So that I clocked that. And then I asked him who his favorite stand up comedians were. Mm-hmm. And he said, he just rattled off. He was like, um, who's that guy that the like guy who was just on SNL and he did the Kanye. I love that you think I know these things. Oh, yeah. Right. You're talking to yeah. the person that literally hasn't touched like TV and I know. Um, Dave okay. Chappelle. Okay. Dave He's Chappelle. like Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K. Okay. X. A trend. <laughs> yeah. And then a like trend. a third person, like a third white guy. Yeah. Or, okay. you know, not Dave. A, a guy. I think. Yeah. So it was like all men, mm-hmm. which was predictable, whatever. Mm. Un- kind of disappointing. Yeah. But predictable. But then the Louis C.K. thing, I was like, I clocked that. That's a huge red flag. And I was like, oh, Louis C.K., like you like him you 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 watch his stuff and he was like yeah he's so funny like he was just going on about how he he basically like idolizes him okay and he was like my friend bought his stand like his special on his website because he's doing a direct-to-consumer not like through netflix anymore yeah because he fucking harassed everyone yeah the whole thing the whole thing the whole thing so and he was like yeah it was hilarious and i was like well that might be true, but I can't support him. Yeah. Just being straight up. Understandable. Also, like, I don't know him. I don't owe any, con- like, cordiality. Yeah. Even that, even if we're on a date. He's already giving you his best, which is pretty low, so you might as well meet him there. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't, I can't really support him. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, because he's, because what he did. Yeah. And he was like, well... Almost defending him, basically. Yeah, he defended. So he just sat. He sat back in his chair and he was like, "Well, I don't really believe that all that happened." Oh. I know. I know. Oh my! <sighs> oh my! It was God. so annoying. I was like, "Oh, he fuck. literally, he wow. literally admitted to it. He said he did." Wow. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, he has this joke in his stand-up set that he says, like, his joke is, if you ask a woman for consent and she says yes, and you ask her again and she says yes, don't do it. And then he laughed. And I was like, what? I didn't. I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my oh my god i'm speechless dude yeah i was like why is that like why are we making jokes about consent oh my god literally like, dumbfounded in in the year 2022 still joking about this shit yeah i was like literally like i just can't i can't support him i just whatever yeah and he was like well do you know what happened and i was like i mean it was a long time ago mm-hmm. i haven't read the article in a while mm-hmm but I know that, you know, he the outcome is still fucking the same. did that. And yeah. he was like, well, and you haven't listened to his stand up. And I was like, no. 
and he was like, well, you haven't seen both sides of the story. So how can you make a con- conclusive Cause he result. came out and said his, his side of the story yeah, <laughs> and admitted to it. And I believe women. Yeah. And yeah. also he admitted to it, but, and then I made a point. I was like, well, my favorite stand-up comedians are, um, like Nikki Glazer. Um, and then I was like, Ali Wong. Mm-hmm. She is pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. Or, but I, I forgot her name for a second. I was like, the woman who um, does stand-up specials when she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, she's done, like, a few of them. She's, well, I think she's done two or three. Three, yeah. Or t- she's done three or four specials. I think two or three of them. Two of them have been Yeah, pregnant. while she's pregnant, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, the Asian girl. Yeah, technically, yes. But I was, She's literally 40 years old. I don't know. That rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. He just kept calling her a girl. Mm. She's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Annoying. Um, and just I was like. Small things, small things like that. Small things I was picking up. And so then I remember I was like, oh yeah, Ali Wong. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh God, like you have to be pregnant these days to have a special. (laughs) It's like, no, her last special literally wasn't, she wasn't pregnant. Yeah, I was like, she's just pregnant. It was kind of, it was a bit too, like, but also she's pregnant and you can't, you do, so you're annoyed about a woman who's pregnant on a special and you won't watch that, but you're not annoyed about a man who sexually harassed countless women women that he worked with yeah. and came out and like said he did I, it was horrible so i was just wow. like all right well this was not fun bye. this was not fun for anyone involved and i just like he walked me to my car because the place <laughs> closed at nine it was yeah. an hour yeah yeah i was so bored out of my mind besides that just with the conversation oh, um god dude and so i was like okay i'm gonna go like didn't we, were, we had plans to go to the bar. Didn't even bring that up. Mm-mm. I think he sensed it too. I think he, he was fine it with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't like the fact that I got defensive about it, but. <laughs> of course he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> of course he didn't because it sounds like he's kind of a dick. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. That wow. That's a. And yeah. That's a first date story. He texted me. Oh, he followed up. He did. Oh, bold. What did he say? He said, that was some great hot chocolate. Nice to meet you. Or it was nice meeting you. Did you respond? I responded the next day. Okay. Saying? I was so mean. What did you say, Abby? I'm so ruthless. I love it. Please. <laughs> I said, yup, comma, you too. <laughs> what no, does that mean? No exclamation point. No, com- no punctuation. Just... You too. Just you too. Yep. I wasn't honestly great meeting him, but. Oh, this poor soul, dude. This poor soul. He does not know what, like, what's going on in the world and and just, like, doesn't have this other perspective. There's no empathy behind those eyes. There's no energy, no soul, no, like, happiness or willing to believe. Just like Maybe. like lives in a bubble that just doesn't want to see the truth. Yeah, I was just like, God damn. Wow, wow. Why well, are, why are people like this? Why are people the way that they are? That is a great question. I am. Yeah, it was disappointing to say the least. <laughs> but yeah. at least it was only an hour. It it makes a great story. You're going to get a lot of chuckles from that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to get a lot of cringe from that. Jesus Christ this poor. Oh, Abby. Oh my God. Well, I'm happy one that 
uh, it wasn't longer than it had to be. Mm-hmm. Two, that you're okay. Three, yeah. that, uh, that, oh my God, where do I even begin with that whole thing? That you're comfortable enough also saying like, yo, that's fucked up, especially on a first date. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, just, God, I just, our entire conversation of first dates matter just rings in my head. I know. Right after we had that and I have always been like, oh, I haven't had a bad first date. First date. Yeah, in a really long time. Here we are, presented to you. But it just makes good dates that much better, you know? It's like, it really sets them apart. Yeah, yeah. I think, actually, the moral of the story is, if someone's slid into your DMs three years ago, just don't respond. Yes. (laughs) Just let it lie. Let it be. Let it be what it was, and it was a failed attempt. Yeah. Not a bad one, just... (laughs) I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there mm-hmm. we are um don't stop yourself from doing that in the future yeah just no go for it oh i was just thinking did you have you seen you probably haven't <laughs> oh she knows uh, me <laughs> <laughs> on tiktok oh maybe on tiktok oh. okay people have doing been doing like 2022 dating wrapped videos no. um maybe continue it's cute. It's like the Spotify wrapped. Oh yeah. But they're doing it themselves on like PowerPoint. Yeah, I've done. I've been on nineteen dates, and two of them mm-hmm. were like the yeah. That's I've been enjoying that. I've only yeah. seen a couple though. I've made one. So. Oh, you made one. Yeah. Yo, you're gonna have to show me that later. I'll show you. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that. I, man, I can't even consider making one because one, I feel like it would be so messy. And then to actually, would it? No, that's not true at all. Mine would actually be statistically low because I was in a relationship for half the year. Yeah, I yeah, I had that too. Oh, maybe I should go through. I don't know. But even though I was in a relationship for like half the year, literally, mm. I still managed to go on dates with 11 other people. Okay. No, 10 other people. Okay. Besides him. Nice. Which is kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. I mean, again, like with any dynamic, it's always crazy being putting in time to change your time and schedule and life to put in someone else yeah. into that life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it is really wild. However, I know that this future year, if you don't end up in a relationship, if you choose not to be, you're going to just go out and meet so many people, Abby. I'm so excited for you. You too. Oh my God. We're going to freaking wreck We're the gonna, world. Yeah. You're going to be like... In your poly shit, yeah. On on that, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Get it on, <laughs> on that, that poly-, poly shit, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be freaking buck wild. I'm excited about the new year. Um, I'm excited about just like, oh, just just being more comfortable in the people that do meet. Same. Um, I feel like 2023 is gonna be our year of like just being more comfortable in our skin. Yeah, I agree. I think I've been actually like really terrified about saying any positive things about 2023 because I just have uh, oh. like 2020 vibes like ringing in the back of my head. You know, it's like, oh, this is going to be our year. Yeah. And then COVID. So like I'm just a little super superstitious. Um, not a lot, but like just a little. Mm-hmm. So I've just been like, I'm going to I plan on doing these things in the future and just trying to let them be what they are. I think that's going to be one of my goals is just trying to let things be what they are, you know, 
that has been a common theme of yeah. my life lately. Uh, so we'll see yeah. how it turns out. I'm excited for us though. We are going to kill it. Yeah. We're going to go out in the world and just. We're going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so great. In my Spotify wrapped or not Spotify in my dating wrapped. I put um, like the percentage of people that are were men and who were women that mm-hmm. I dated. And it was like 85% men, like mm-hmm. s- what it's 15% women mm-hmm. and um, something around that. Mm-hmm. But then the next slide I said, cause it was whole, it was all like a career theme or okay. work themed. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, that's a good one in our, yeah. I was like next year we, we promised to, um, have more gender equality in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh, my goal for open, 2023. Open opportunities in the office of Abby. Oh, that's so good, dude. I want to see this entire thing. What is probably your, like the best statistic, um, out of your dating wrapped of 2022 that you enjoy thinking about the most? Like that you came up with. This is so evil. I want to hear it. It's like who, who ended it? Like Mm. a pie chart of did I end things? Did they, or was it mutual? Mm -hmm. And I, it's been actually really good because I feel like. It's a trend has been me getting dumped mm-hmm. over the past like a few years. Got it. Um, and I like, I feel like I've been better at discerning what I want and what I Setting don't. Boundaries and everything. Yeah. So the pie chart was like 60% I dumped them. Okay. Which was good. I guess. Okay. Yeah. 20% mutual, mm-hmm. which was just kind of like it fizzled. Yeah. Whatever. You know, ghosting or something. Yeah. Um, and then the other 20% was like, they, they ended things, things. you know, that's not a bad percentage. Yeah. That's not a bad percentage at all. Um, yeah, dude, that's so great. I love that you've been able to like put up these boundaries and say, I am good. I'm good here. Yeah. You know, like I don't need to move forward. It's been really awesome. And I know that like, it's also shown in just other dynamics of your life. So very happy about it. Yeah. Very, very happy about it. Dude. 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 Dating. Oh Dating. my God. Do you, all right. Do you think you're going to, uh, in 2023 start? Well, one, are you open to dating women? Like, oh, like just one-on-one rather than in a relationship right now? Or is that kind of like your goal for next year? Or is that a goal? It's a goal. I'm getting there. Okay. Like I'm slowly getting there, I think. Um, I get that. I yeah. do get that. Like for me, I I kind of have to work my way through that too. For example, like I was, you know, I, is that true? I think it's true. So I think it was, I had to get used to being with a guy and a girl before I can start having sex with a guy, you know, just like the slow transition of, yeah. like, mm, I'm comfortable with a little bit more, you know? Yeah. And then kind of moving into that. Like I haven't, Same. I have, have I, I think I've been on accidental dates with guys, but um, really? yeah, I can name a couple um, huh. and not mad about them. Not mad about them at all. They're all like great humans. They're all great people and I've enjoyed them. And most of them, if not all of them are still in my life. Um, but I've 
like never gone out to date men if that makes sense like i've never tried to date a guy um so that's just like for me and i'm excited for you to try to date women women are so much fun women are very scary um yeah they're they're so scary dude i've been trying to explain that to a lot of my straight women friend friends um they're like what do you mean that women are scary i'm like listen you don't understand the things that we men go through to know if you're interested or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we talked about this in the first episode a little bit. Yeah. Of like the, the signs are much more subtle mm-hmm. when women are interested in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. with everyone. Like, but yeah, I think it was actually really like kind of touching on that. I was talking to my friend um, and she is interested in this girl and she like asked this girl out in October uh, and they didn't could do it all of November. And they recently went on their date. And beforehand uh, I was like, you have to tell me about it. You know, I want to hear about this person. Tell me. And this is like right before the date. So tell me like how it came about all the whole thing. Like what's your energy into it? She goes like, I'm nervous, but I'm just not going to do anything. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I'm just going to let, I'm just going to sit there and let them do something if they want to. <laughs> and if they want to make a move, sure, but I'm not going to do shit if I don't want to. I'm like, what a luxury, dude. What a legitimate luxury. Whereas all of us men are just grinding out here. Yeah, that is such a mindset that I have too. Oh my God. I love that. I but, love that you have that ability. Like, But it doesn't, it's not, it's, it is passive, you know? Like I, I think there's times to be passive and there's times to be aggressive Mm -hmm. well i think it's also just like you know some most of the time it tells how interested you are in this person for her i think it was at the moment it's just like she's a little tired of just like dating and figuring it out so she's like you know i'm fine taking this though or whatever yeah um as for like some other situations where if you go into it kind of passively you're like i'm probably not interested in this person but i'm still gonna go on a date you know um yeah and I think it's always really fun when people don't have that mindset. Like, even if you're not sure about how you feel about that person, you're still going to go hundred percent into the date, you know, mm-hmm. like there've been a lot of times where I have really like mixed feelings about this person where I'm like, I don't know, like they're a bad texter. The call was like, all right. Um, or we didn't call at all or whatever, you know, and it's just like kind of thrown together last minute. Or for example, like I've just on dating apps, um, or even just on in DMS, I'd be like, Hey, you're really cute. Do you want to go get coffee? I'd love to meet you like just that. And then they go, yeah. And we set a date and then we see each other and then we haven't talked. So going in like a hundred percent saying like, I don't know anything I don't know if I'm actually interested in this person and just like having this neutral feeling of like, oh, I could take it or leave it. But then going a hundred percent into it, I appreciate the people that do that. Like those are, those are the heroes that we don't talk about enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you for, for caring. That makes it like a really fun date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like, sometimes you have a really fun date and you're like, that was really good. I don't want to see you again, but that was so much fun. <laughs> so you might not want to see someone if it was really fun. Yeah, Again? sometimes. Like I, why, dude? I had this. Oh, you're gonna throw me back. I in college, I think I was a sophomore. No, I was a senior. I was a senior in college, um, and I matched with this girl on Tinder who was a sophomore or a junior, and 
uh, we found out that I worked with one of I we had a mutual connection, and he is a sweetheart, and I love him, and he's actually still a great friend of mine, and I see him pretty consistently, um, and I worked with him at the time, and she did theater with him. Uh, because he also went to school with us um, and he just graduated or he was about to graduate or something like that. And so I'm like, Hey, like she said that you, that you knew her, uh, what she like. And he gives me all these positive fe- like feedback. She's super bubbly, all these different things. I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, that sounds really good. Like I'm down for it. Um, I go and pick her up at like eight and eight, seven or eight or something like that to go to get, go get dinner and she walks up and she's really cute. And then she talks and she sounds like Janice from Friends. No. Like, I'm oh, like, no. And immediately my heart drops. I'm like, fuck, dude. The voice. The voice. That's huge. I, it was really huge. I'm like, I'm not into this. But, you know, I yeah. have I have an entire dinner to go through. Let's do it. We have a lot in common. We had a lot in common, at least at the time. Like we were in band. We had like similar interests. We laughed a ton. She was hilarious. Like we had a great, like still to this day, one of the best top 10 dates, if not top five dates I've had. And I was like in college. It was great. Didn't want to see her again. Because of the voice. You just couldn't get past it. Couldn't get past it. There were some red flags after the fact, like towards the end of the date. But I like that wasn't bad towards the date just red flags of this person if that makes sense yeah and phenomenal date had a great time don't want to see her again was her laugh like janice's laugh (laughs) i don't remember i don't remember at all okay um you blacked it out of mere memory i i try to remember all the good things about that date because it had i genuinely had such a fun time that's good like like you made the most of it even though you knew you weren't interested in this person yeah and i think like that's just been the whole thing that i've been trying to embrace like especially as of late of going into it 100 percent, even if you don't know what it is or like don't care what it is for example if i go up to person like i want to make a friend and then just giving it my all and sometimes you're like you you end up in a situation like your date where it's like i tried you know it could have gone better it could have gone worse um so it's just you know worst case scenario you get a good story out of it you know yeah i mean i probably went in with my guard up just because of everything i said in the beginning of this podcast i'm not (laughs) I was thinking during the date, it might have been better if I was on a date with a woman right now because she wouldn't mm-hmm. have been like a Louis C.K. apologist. Um, Damn. <laughs> no, true. It's true. It's a, it's a sore subject for me. It's a sore subject for like a lot of people. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. That just really put a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, yeah. Um, Speaking of which, how was the pie? It was fine. Oh, that's lame. I didn't, we didn't finish it. That's a sign of bad pie. Yeah. That's a sign of bad pie. The place was supposed to be really good. I was kind of disappointed. Would you consider going to the place again with a better date? Yeah. Because sometimes. What? It was a cute spot. Like it was a. Okay. The atmosphere was cute. Because sometimes food can taste way better or way worse with the person that you're with. Ooh, yeah. Like that is definitely something I've really noticed. Um, And also like drinks too. You know, like everything can just taste better or worse uh, based on the company. And the reason why I like thought about that or 
like when I first heard about that was in this book uh, about a kid or a now grown adult, but he was a um, like a Holocaust survivor and during it. And he's talking about his time in, in the, um, in the camps and how one day they all eat soup. Like they only get like bread and soup. I think like once, maybe twice a day. Um, and how they would always do their executions, some public ones, um, while they ate food. And one time, uh, the food was really good when someone tried to escape and they made an example out of them. And then another time the food was really bad when, they when a guy did not put up any fight and did nothing wrong and they were just making an example out of him and the point being like that they should have fought and tried to get out and that's like the food tasting really good because that person was really trying to fight and he's like says it specific um specifically like you should have fought you should have listened to that person um who was like trying to get out trying to make a way out and that the food tasted really good because that's like your percept like your something some either your perception or like whatever spirit or universe or whatever's going on is just like putting in something into your into your body and saying like wow i need this you know yeah that's interesting (laughs) i don't know like for me like you should have fought yeah what do you mean like he should have like the whole point was that they should have put up a fight at the like more of a fight rather than just like being complacent yeah, but what are they supposed to do? I Again, this is the book. Yeah. This is his recounting of the tale. Yeah. I have the same questions. Right. However, this is his like perception. And, uh, you know, I can't give the exact same thing. I can't say, like, yes, he should have fought. I can't say, like, all these different things. That is a whole different layer of safety and everything into it. But because of that, I was just, like, uh, drawn to the fact of, wow, I'm having like I've just noticed different flavors and different tastes and different sensations based off of the people I'm with, mm. like the company I have, or like the things that are going on in my brain. You know, like oh, um, like sometimes when I go get ice cream from the same spot, and I felt depending on if I'm in a good mood or a bad mood, it can taste really good or just meh kind of deal. You know, so just like yeah, maybe the pie place was really good. Maybe I think it was a swing pie. A swing pie? Yeah, like it could swing either way. Got it. I had that pie with Just like us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We're both swing pies. We're both just swing pie. Uh, um, but I was thinking, like, I did feel really anxious towards the end of the date. Mm. I just remembered that. Mm. I felt like a, a wave of anxiety. Um, and that's not a good sign. Yeah. Certain people can make you feel really great and calm by their presence and yeah. i just felt anxious that's a big sign that's a big sign i'm very happy that you listened to that part of yourself um actually touching on that going back like towards the beginning of this episode is you talking with your therapist and how you don't feel comfortable talking about it sometimes talking about things sometimes yeah what do you think that is um is it judgment? Is it fear of being told how to feel? Is it uh, like not like feeling like it's invalid? Um, you know, like, yeah, that's a really good question. You don't have to have an answer right now either. I think it's 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. I do get that and I very much relate. Yeah. Like with my therapist, I actually like struggle with it sometimes too. Like there are just some things um, in my brain and life that I have shame of and guilt that I probably will never be able to like retail to anyone. Um, just because it's like something that I know is either like not my fault or messed up or whatever, like some complex emotion, but it just like, I do not want to share that to anyone because I know I'm going to be judged in a specific way for it. And it yeah. was like such a long time ago, one that it, like it doesn't affect me now. And two, that it's something that like hurts so much every time. Um, mm-hmm. Or even like something small, you know, like sometimes you're just like, I did say this one thing to this person on this date, but I don't want to say that right now and admit it almost, you know, to like to your therapist, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm like said I was non-monogamous, maybe like halfway through the date versus like in the beginning of the date. And you can say like, um, and how like if you can feel a little guarded with your therapist. Yeah, like you, so you tell your therapist you said it in the beginning, even though you said it halfway through a date? No, I don't ever lie. I don't ever lie okay. like that. No, that is like, that's counterproductive. But like being <laughs> afraid of like sharing things like that. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, like just being like scared of being judged by your therapist. I think yeah. I gave like really bad examples, but I think the point being. No, is, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like there's just some parts of either me or like a time or like an example of that I'm really ashamed or like scared of being judged by my therapist, you know, Mm -hmm. even though I might be able to share that same stuff with my friends like us, you know, like how I can talk about it with you or like with Kava or Adrian or any other friends, you know? Um, but yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah. But in a way, why do you think that is for you? Um, I mean, we're friends, like we're close and we're the same age and we can relate. We can relate. So that's big. Mm. My therapist is like of a different generation. How old are they again? I don't know. How old do they present? I really don't know. I can't tell. Just older. Older. Like okay. I think older than my parents a little bit, but okay. not by much. I okay, don't know. Okay. But um, like... She's not judgmental at all, mm-hmm. but I think when I first told her about questioning my sexuality mm-hmm. and being like, it was fresh off these breakups and like she was my therapist through both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, something I said was, I fear I'm not bisexual mm-hmm. that I'm straight, mm-hmm. but it, this is a fear response. Like this is a trauma response Okay, because I, because of my hurt, and my like just severe disappointment um in these relationships Mm -hmm. and like i was really in love with like one of them and i and i was in love with the other too but like to a different degree Mm -hmm. and both were like just really heartbreaking Mm -hmm. um for me so and i like lost a lot yeah in the second relationship i lost like two dogs yeah um and so that just like breaks my heart yeah yeah so and i started to think like everything in my life not everything but a lot of things have 
that have been traumatic that happened to me or like bad have been at the hands of men. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really had very many things at the hands of women that have been bad. Understood. I love women. (laughs) So they are safe spaces. They're safe spaces. So my fear is that this is just trauma response. Mm, Your bisexuality. Yeah. I hear that. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if I can say I understand fully or if I can relate. Yeah, I don't know. Um, actually, I can relate in a different way, but I do understand. I do hear where you're coming from. You're like, just, I, like trying to overcorrect as a pre- yeah. as a defensive mechanism. Yeah, I don't know if this is a overcorrection or something defensively. That w- yeah, or just part of my journey. Because mm-hmm. I really do relate to it, mm-hmm. and I feel better, and I feel more whole. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I've realized something, a part of myself that I have been missing. Yeah. Um, I do understand. Like that's actually been really interesting because I've been actually thinking about my bisexuality a lot Um, because I, every time I like talk about being bi, everyone brings up the fact that I don't date men, you know? And I like have been thinking about it a lot and that I've also been really seeking out women more lately and is, is it because I'm not bi? Is it because I'm straight? Is it because I, um, you know, I'm just scared? Like, what's going on? And I've actually been having, like, a lot of these thoughts lately, too. Um, I'm still kind of working with it. I still believe I'm bi, and I still, like, say I'm bisexual. Um, but I think it's very normal to also be scared of, like, either identifying yourself or losing an identity or especially when you like cling to it in a way, you know? Yeah. Because that is, that is definitely a huge thing is that when we identify ourselves, we were like, Oh, this is it. And I can understand like, like Mm -hmm. this is the stereotype or these are some parts about it that I feel are like me. And then when you start to shake it a little bit, you're like, okay, is it not this, you know, just like a lot of questions. We love labels. Labels are safe. We love knowing and labeling everything. Um, so I like for me, just like everything else, I just have to say, it's not like, I don't need to know what it is right now. And I can still say I'm bisexual, you know, or I can say I'm questioning or I can say I'm queer or I can say I'm pan or all these other things, you know? Yeah. Um, in partial and honestly, like the funny part is, is that it's like for me too, that women are a safe space. So I completely yeah. can relate. Um, like, you know, it's not that women have done, or it's not that men have done terrible things to me except for like, you know, my dad. But other than that, mm. like it's like women are just a safe space. Like they're just more empathetic and tend to be that way. Um, but I, I think it's okay for you to be questioning. I think it's actually important for you to question. Yeah. And I think it's also a great example of you might feel this way now and you might say in the future, like, Oh, I just want to date men or you in the future, you might just want to date women and not have a sexual attraction to men at all. You know? Yeah. Cause all. I lean the other way too. Like in the questioning, mm-hmm. I'm like, was I just a lesbian this whole the time? Entire time? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's what a lot of bi people go through. Yeah. I th- well, I think what it is, it's just a lot of introspective, 
questions of like, yeah. and trying to be honest with it. And the hard part about people like us is that we like want to get it right. We want to know. Mm-hmm. And we also like can logically deduce all these different things mm-hmm. and come to an output and either, or like an outcome and either say that this fits or it doesn't fit or just try to make it fit. You know, like we, we have such a, a, a high EQ and IQ that we think about all these different scenarios and we can say that all of them are true mm-hmm. and they probably are in different ways, you know, and we can conform on how we think and feel and emote and, and present ourselves and identify however we want. But at the same time, we're never sure if that's our true self. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we're constantly like questioning. Because we're constantly changing too. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's huge that we're doing that because it just means that we get to continue to grow and understand and learn. Yeah. And it's fucking terrifying. And it, it is terrifying. It sucks and it hurts. Oh, it makes me like freak out all the time. Yeah. You know, just constant and anxiety. And we'll, we'll never fully know ourselves, which is kind of great. That's kind of a cool thing. Yes. Yes, it is, Abby. I love that you say that. And it, it's also just such a great reminder. Um, we are never set in stone. No, we're always changing. Yeah. And I think like that just really shows in you right now be- and your sexuality because you're just like trying to understand a little bit more. You know, you have a lot of things presenting itself at once, you know? Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. That's a, it's lot. a lot to go through in my mind. <laughs> in my mind. In uh, my mind. Oh, dude. Like, but I, like also being bi, a lot of people think it's 50 50 split mm-hmm. of like men and women attraction, but mm-hmm. it's really not. It really it, isn't. Sometimes it is for people, but there's a scale. There's yeah. called the Kinsey scale. Um, for those that don't know, it's a scale from zero to six. Zero representing completely heterosexual, which no one is. Um yeah. and six being Preach. completely and six being completely homosexual, which no one is. Hmm. Um, and three being in the middle. One, you know, you can kind of deduce from like one, two, four, and five are. Of course, I me and my friend Adrian, we tend to just say like 1.5 or like one or 0.5. Like I think I'm more of a one where I'm attracted to men, but you know, like I'm strongly into women. Wait, uh, it goes zero to six? Zero to six. Oh, okay. Starts at zero. Yeah. I don't know why it goes to six. Why can't you do 10? I don't know. Six is such a random number. So I, I think, yeah, I think it was like supposed to be like, I like one being, I find the same sex attractive, but I'm okay. Like, can maybe on a specific time two is like okay like i'm into both of them but i prefer the other sex three being like straight down down the Mm. middle and then the other way you know i think that was his logic and reasoning but i used to say i was like 96 percent straight (laughs) it's really funny now that i think about it um but i don't know what i would be on the kinsey scale yeah, I think the best part is that you don't have to know. Like a three, Are two. You? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure I it don't out. Know. We'll, we'll figure it out, I'm dude. Freaking out. It, we're all gonna be fine. It's all gonna be good. There's nothing to worry about. All right, my love. Should yeah, we call it? We should call it. Okay. Well, this one was an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, as is every single one so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, ups and downs, roller coasters. The whole thing. 
The whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. But this is a good one. All right. Shall we say right. bye? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, my loves. You're all Goodbye. beautiful. You're all amazing. You're all sexy, strong, empowered people. Go be you in the world. I love you. I love you. Squishies. All of the squishy. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about <laughs> that. I love you all. Love you, Abby. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>